Hey there, I'm Becky and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Hi guys, I hope you guys are having a great day. I've had a really good day. It's been a lot of fun today and I always, always love the beginning of a month. Beginning of the month, beginning of the year, beginning of the quarter. Okay, so let's see what we got here. I have got some fun books for you guys. So our destination this month is Budapest, Hungary. Budapest, Budapest, I'm not sure. But we are going to Hungary and I found a couple of really, really good books for us. So I'm excited about them. I am almost done with the companion book for the month and I can't wait to have you guys read it and hear your thoughts on it because that's always fun. So if you are going to read both books for the month, I always recommend reading the companion book first, especially if you're in the, uh, in the book club in the society, because we do our book discussion on the companion book first, always. And then we do the book of the month, discuss it, and then meet the author. If you're only going to read one book for the month, if you want to read the one that the author's in, read the book of the month. It doesn't matter if you've read the book of the month to um, come to the author chat because it's usually not necessarily about the book specifically. I didn't realize that, you know, a half a century ago that uh, maybe more that Budapest or that Hungary, I guess, was part of the Eastern Bloc and that after World War II, Russia stuck around in Hungary and claimed them as their own. There's a few uh, few things about this books that are feeling uh, remarkably similar to our situation these days, or at least Ukraine's situation these days. So anyway, let me, uh, I'm not gonna, I don't want to go off on that until I tell you about the book. So let me see. Our first book, the book of the month, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but it is set in Budapest mostly. And it will take us along the Danube and you, we get to visit a lot, of site, a lot of sites along the Danube, which is pretty cool. So that is our book of the month. And I will share that with you shortly. The companion book, the one that I was just talking about, is set mostly in Budapest. But there's also, I'm thinking it's the country. And Sopron, S-O-P-R-O-N is the name of the country town maybe so this is uh so i'll share that one with you in a few minutes also if you have your read around the world journal read the world journal um, if you're in the society it's in it's a it's one of the printables that you get for free if you're not in the society i will give you a link if you want to grab one it is an easy place to keep track of where you go in your books and there's a place to keep track of what you want to read and you get to keep track of all the different places that you go um, on your travels in your books and you get to keep track of all the different books that you've read so if you'd like to grab a copy it is um, like i said if you're in this in the book club in the literary escape society it's in there for free if you can't find it just let me know and i'll um, i'll help you with that but if you're not in the book club, um, not in the Literary Escape Society, then I'll, I'll put a link in when we're done here, since I 
can't quite figure out how to do it while I'm talking. And you can snag it today for only $9. So got that going on. So book number one, I'm going to go ahead and jump right in. When I choose books, I try to choose books. I like to choose a couple of different genres for the month. And so this month for the two books that we're going to read in the book club, we've got a historical fiction and we've got a cozy mystery. I try to keep them balanced. The, the historical fiction this month is a little bit heavy. And so I tried to <laughs> balance it, I guess, with the cozy mystery. I also try to choose books that are written by women. And I love having women authors in to talk about their journey in, you know, when we talk to them in the book club. I also try to find books that are easily accessible. If I can't find them at the library or if they're super expensive um, on Amazon, I try to steer clear of that because I want you guys, if you don't like buying the books, I like them to, you know, I try to think about that and make them easily accessible. Not always possible, especially when we go to some of the um, more obscure countries, literary-wise. And they have to draw me in pretty quickly. So that's what I look for when I choose a book. The ones that I don't choose, sometimes it's because the subject matter is too hard or too heavy. Sometimes it's because I can't find the author and I don't feel like I'd be able to get a hold of them to have them come in. Sometimes it's because it's just too big. Um, I try to find books that are around 300-ish pages so that if you read for 15 minutes a day, you can get through it in a month. That's my goal. So all of that being said, let's jump into book number one. It is called Strangers in Budapest, and it's by Jessica Keener. And so let me read you the blurb on this one. This one is a literary fiction, which to be honest, I'm not a huge literary fiction fan. They tend to be um, much grittier than I like personally, and they don't usually fall within the happy or hopeful endings. And so generally speaking, I don't typically go for um, literary fiction, but that doesn't mean they're not a good book. So literary fiction um, set in Budapest. And so here's the blurb on this one. Budapest, a gorgeous city of secrets with ties to a shadowy, bloody past. It is in to this enigmatic European capital that a young American couple, Annie and Will, have moved from Boston with their infant son shortly after the fall of communism. For Annie, it is an effort to escape the ghosts that haunt her past. For Will, he simply wants to seize the chance to build a new future for his family. Eight months after their move, their efforts to assimilate are thrown into turmoil when they receive a message from friends in the United States, asking them to check up on an elderly man, a fiercely independent Jewish-American World War II veteran who helped free Hungarian Jews from, not, from a Nazi prison camp. They soon learn that the man, Edward Weiss, has come to Hungary to exact revenge on someone he is convinced seduced, married, and then murdered his daughter. Annie is unable to resist anyone's call for help, recklessly joins in the old man's plan to track down his former son-in-law and confront him, while Will, pragmatic and cautious by nature, insists they have nothing to do with Weiss and his vendetta. What Annie does not anticipate is that helping Edward she, that by helping Edward, she will become enmeshed in a dark and deadly conflict that will end in tragedy and a stunning loss of innocence. So it sounds like a good book, not a book club book, but it does sound like a good book. Um, Strangers in Budapest. 
Jessica Keener is the author. So that's book number one. Book number two, this one I'm, um, I really was hoping that to do it, but um, it didn't quite fit exactly what I was looking for. This one is called The Chess, the Chess Machine. It is by Robert Lohr, L-O-H-R, translated by Anthea Bell. And some of the reviews said that it was hard to get into. Some of them said that it, they felt like um, the translation might not have gotten the author's voice very well. And so I wasn't sure, because we do have people that are overseas, if a translation of a, tra you know, all of that, I wasn't sure how that would end up for people. So, um, so that's why I didn't choose this one. It's a historical fiction, and it sounds like it's not just in Hungary, but it goes around um, a lot of different places in Europe where Hungary is part of it. So here's the, here's the blurb on this one. It's based on a true story, which also was interesting. And so um, Vienna, 1770. Baron Wolfgang von Kempelen unveils a strange and amazing event invention. The Mechanical Turk, a sensational and unbeatable chess-playing automaton. But what the Hasberg court hails as the greatest innovation of the century is really nothing more than a brilliant illusion. The chess machine is secret secretly operated from the inside by the Italian dwarf Tibor, a God-fearing social outcast whose chess-playing abilities and diminutive size make him the perfect accomplice in this grand hoax. Von Kempler and his helpers tour the, his remarkable invention all around Europe to amaze and entertain the public, but despite many valiant attempts and close calls, no one is able to beat the extraordinary chess machine. The crowds all across Europe adore the Turk, and the success of Baron von Kempler's von Kemplen seems assured, but when a beautiful and seductive countess dies under mysterious circumstances in the presence of the automaton, the mechanical Turk falls under a cloud of suspicion, and his invent inventor becomes the target of espionage, persecution, and aristocratic intrigue. Doesn't that sound interesting? So, I thought that sounded super interesting. We just watched the, um, oh, what is it called? The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. And I thought that was super interesting. My son loves chess. And so chess is kind of as a, like once removed, cause I don't play it, kind of interesting to me. But this might be interesting for some of y'all. Um, the Chess Machine, and it is by Robert Lohr, L-O-H-R is the author of this one. So I'll be interested if you read it, please put in the group what your thoughts are on this was because I'm super interested in it and I don't know that I'm gonna have time to read it, but I'd love to hear about it. So that's book number two. I've got one more book that didn't make the cut and this one was because it was a little bit too big. This one has, yeah, almost 600 pages. So that wasn't gonna happen because I'd never finish it and. For those of you who only read the one book in the month, I didn't want you to have to um, not finish it either. So historical fiction, this one is set in Paris and Hungary. And again, an, you know, another 1930s book. So here, let me read you the blurb on this one. Paris, 1937, Andres 
Levi, a Hungarian Jewish architecture student, arrives from Budapest with a scholarship, a single suitcase, and a mysterious letter he promised to deliver to C. Morgenstern on the Rue de Savine. As he falls into a complicated relationship with the letter's recipient, he comes privy to a secret history that will alter the course of his own life. Meanwhile, as his elder brother takes up medical studies in Modena and their younger brother leaves school for the stage, Europe's unfolding tragedy sends each of their lives into terrifying uncertainty. At the end of Andres's second summer in Paris, all of Europe erupts in a cataclysm of war. From the small Hungarian town of Kanyar to the grand opera houses of Budapest and Paris, from the lonely chills of Andres's room on the Rue des Ecoles to the deep and enduring connection he discovers on the Rue des Savines, from the despair to the Carpathian winters to the unimaginable life enforced in labor camps and beyond. This tells the story of a love tested by disaster, for sure. A family shattered and remade in history's darkest hour. So, sounds like a good one, but holy moly. Yeah. The Invisible Bridge by Julie Oringer. Oringer. O-R-R-I-N-G-E-R. So, that is the three books that I did not choose for book club this month. The Invisible Bridge, The Chess Machine, and Strangers in Budapest. So those are the three that didn't make it. So now let me scooch these out of the way so that I can share with you the ones that did make it. So I'm going to start with the companion book and share with you. This one is called When the Summer Was Ours. And this is by Roxanne Velitzos. V-E-L-E-T-Z-O-S. Velitzos. When the Summer Was Ours. So this is our companion book for the month. So if you're reading both books for the month, go ahead and read this one first. Um, when the Summer Was Ours, it's a historical fiction set in Hungary, in Budapest, and in a place called Sopran. And it reminds me of like when the aristocrats in England go to the country, they have a country house. That's kind of what Sopran sounds like for the upper class of Budapest. And so... There is um, trigger warning. There's some stuff about some of the camps from World War II. Doesn't go into a ton of detail, but it does talk about them. And one of the main characters does go there for a bit. So just FYI, I don't want anyone to get into it and then just be super disappointed. So Hungary, 1943. As war encroaches on the country's borders, willful young Ava Cesar arrives in the idyllic town of Sopran to spend her last summer as a single woman on her family's estate. Longing for freedom from her domineering father, she counts the days to her upcoming nuptials to a benevolent doctor whom she greatly admires. But Ava's life changes when she meets Alejandro, a charming, passionate Romani fiddler and artist, with time and profound class differences against them. Ava and Alejandro still fall deeply in love, only to be separated by a brutal act of hatred. As each are swept into the tides of war, they try to forget the romance, yet the haunting memory of that summer will reshape their destinies. So this one, um, it goes from 1943 
through the mid to late 50s from what I've seen so far. And like I said, I'm not quite done yet. I'm almost done. I'll hopefully finish it this weekend. And we're in 57 right now. It's uh, the beginning part of it. I felt like was a little bit slow. It was a little bit hard for me to get into it. But once I once it started going, holy moly, I'm I it's kept me up at night. <laughs> several nights. So that's why I'm almost done. But really, really good book. I think you guys are going to enjoy this one, um, When the Summer Was Ours by Roxanne Velitzatz. And now for our book of the month, drum roll please. This one is an easy read. If you're just reading one book for the month, this one will be an easy book. It is um, a fun, cozy mystery. Cozy mysteries always have Typically, they have the murder at the beginning. This one isn't quite like that. And they also typically have somebody who is an amateur who is trying to figure out the murder, usually to try and save somebody else. And so that part is true. So Death on the Danube. This is by Jennifer S. Alderson. And I think you guys are going to enjoy this. It's a fun one. The thing I really enjoyed about this one and about this author in particular is that this, the name of the series is Travel Can Be Murder and each book is set in a different place. And so I thought that was kind of fun. So let me read you the blurb on this one. Recent divorcee Lana Hansen needs a break. Her luck has run sour for going on a decade ever since she got fired from her favorite job as an investigative reporter. When her fresh start in Seattle doesn't work out as planned, Lana ends up unemployed and penniless on Christmas Eve. Dottie Thompson, her landlord and the owner of Wanderlust Tours, is also in a tight spot after one of her tour guides ends up in the hospital, leaving her a guide short on Christmas Day. When Dottie offers her a job leading the tour group through Budapest, Hungary, Lana jumps at the chance. It's the perfect way to ring in the new year and pay her rent. What starts off as the adventure of a lifetime quickly turns into a nightmare when Carl, her fellow tour guide, is found floating in the Danube River. Was it murder or an accidental death? Suspects abound when Lana discovers almost everybody on the tour had a bone to pick with Carl. But Dottie insists the tour must go on. So Lana finds herself trapped with nine murder suspects. When another guest turns up dead, Lana has to figure out who the killer is before she ends up floating in the Danube too. So that is our book of the month. I think it will be, I think you guys will enjoy that. And I'm super excited to talk to the author, Jennifer, at the end of the month. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So that will be April for us. In the book club, um, in the Literary Escape Society, I put a recipe for our printable this month. And so I'm super excited. I want to try it. And if any of you guys try it, I want to hear about that. So that is our books for April. If you would like to join in on the Literary Escape Society, I would love to have you. I am going to put a link in up top. Um, like I said, I can't do this while I'm talking dates for you. Yes. Thank you, Alina. The date for the first book chat for When the Summer Was Ours is April 14th. And the date for the book chat for Death on the Danube is April 21st. 
and the date for the author chat is April 28th. So those are our dates and I will put a link in. I would love to have if you'd like to join us in the book club. We've got some really, really fun stuff coming up. I just signed our June author. I'm super excited about it. She's another New York Times best-selling author, award winner. She's got a ton of books out there and she does, she's got some books that are for writers. So super excited to have her come into our group. I think that's going to be pretty amazing. Um, next month, I've got a really interesting author too. I, I'm not going to share with you who it is, but I'm very excited about that one as well. So there's some really, really fun stuff coming up. So it's a fun time to jump in if you'd like to join us. It's only 15 bucks a month, super cheap for all the entertainment that you get throughout the month, all the, the books, the conversations, the community, and getting to meet really quality authors. So that is what we have going on. Thank you for joining me today. And um, I hope I see you guys over in the society. Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escape Society. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll check out some of the books that were offered out for you. And I hope I see you next time. Have a great week. All the links will be in the show notes if you'd like to check anything out that you heard about today.